0: You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today is one of the more difficult days on the NFL calendar, as a lot of players' dreams for the regular season, at least, will be put on hold. But We're going to do our best to figure out exactly what this Bears' initial 53-man roster might just look like. This is locked on bears and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm an analyst for pro football focus, and I'm here to bring you your daily in-depth Chicago bears, news and analysis. You can follow me on Twitter at Cox sports one. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at locked on bears. You can like locked on bears on Facebook, join the locked on bears, Facebook group, and make sure that you subscribe to the locked on bears, YouTube channel. To keep up with all of our video podcast content as well and i will especially recommend watching on the youtube channel if you would otherwise be listening just on a regular podcast platform for today's episode because it'll be a nice visual component in addition to our regular 53-man roster discussion we'll we'll take some uh visual graphic low quality but uh it should help make it seem a little bit easier to follow along as we go through some of the positions we'll flash them up on the screen in addition to talking about them so we'll go through where the big cuts are going to be the really the sticking points on trying to narrow this roster down to 53. some positions fairly obvious at this point we kind of have a sense of who's going to stick and who's not others a lot still up in the air and i guess depending on what time you actually listen to this podcast or watch the podcast on video maybe some of these moves will already have been done it's it's kind of a fast moving time of year so follow along and hopefully uh we'll we'll work through some of the same decision making processes that ryan pace and matt nagy are and get a sense of where the biggest challenges really do lie let's start with the defensive side of the ball because we always start with offense and there's not really you know a, a quarterback discussion to be had here and so this is where for those watching on the youtube channel i'm gonna bring in my visual of this bears 53 man roster and starting to work through some of the different players on this team. As I've sort of gone through it, you can kind of imagine there's some obvious guys that are going to be gone where you, if you've never heard of them before, the undrafted free agents, some of the guys are already in the process of actually being released from this team. Daniel Archibong, the defensive line, I think the backup center as well has already been released from the team, Adam Redmond and a couple of the others in between. So I, I took all of the like, really obviously not going to be here type players off of my list of guys. And I, I, have sort of an initial starting point of about 66. And even that I was generous with a few of them that might not actually have much of a, a chance to stick on this bears 53 man roster. But if we start, for example, with the defensive line, I think it's a fairly straightforward group. You know, they, they cut Daniel Archibong. they'd already put Mike Pennell on injured reserve. And so they're typically a team that keeps six defensive linemen. You've got Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, Bilal Nichols, then your backups, Mario Edwards, Angela Blackson, and then Kyris Tonga, the seventh round pick, likely going to stick because of the departure or the injury, I suppose, to Mike Pennell. The Bears like to have their six guys and LaKill London still around, but he's been around for two seasons. So I I left him initially uh, as a guy. at least mention but at this point he hasn't done a lot to really flash in the preseason and i'm i'm pretty willing to take him off and kind of settle in with your your six defensive linemen at at this point it's kind of those six and that's there's not really a lot else there i mean same kind of thing with the edge rusher position the outside linebackers you've got your same five guys as last year top to bottom khalil mack robert quinn jeremiah atauchu Travis Gibson, James Vaughters. And then you got undrafted guys like James Snowden or Charles Snowden, excuse me, but not, I mean, he played a lot in the preseason, but didn't really flash the way that Travis Gibson did, for example. So I think my only real question at outside linebacker is going to be, do they keep five, you know, is, or do they count? Maybe Christian Jones at inside linebacker has played some edge rusher in the NFL has been a pass rusher for the lions. Could he be more of like a, a hybrid inside outside linebacker guy and then maybe you would cut james waters i mean i think for now we can pretty much expect them to roll with the same five there as they did the year before inside linebacker is where the real change from last year's roster to this year's roster start to piece together because of course you got Danny dan and roquan smith yes you're starting starting inside linebackers but in this offseason comes christian jones fairly early on and then more recently during training camp they signed alec ogletree and those guys started the preseason games in the place of trevathan and roquan smith pushes joel ea Booneyway and josh woods down to the bottom of the depth chart you're certainly not keeping six maybe you consider keeping five because danny trevathan's has not been consistently healthy at this stage of his career and You know, they like Alec Ogletree as kind of his replacement, but you never really know. And of course, inside linebackers can provide some pretty valuable depth as well. So, I mean, at at this point, I think Joel E.A. Booneyway is for sure inside linebacker five, as opposed to inside linebacker six ahead of Josh Woods. So I guess uh, for now, I'm going to take Josh Woods off the 53 and we'll see when we get down there. As we start making some of these cuts, I'll leave Joel E.A. Booneyway as inside linebacker five, but you can see where maybe that's extra if you're, if you're having to decide between him and someone else at another position, we'll, we'll leave him in there for now and, and kind of see where things might go from there. Cornerback is, I think probably the hardest position on this roster because we don't know what's going on with Desmond Trufant. Exactly. We know his father passed away. There was a funeral last week. We don't know when he's going to be back with the team. And then if he comes back tomorrow, is he, your week one starter against the Rams or Has Kendall Vildor or uh, Artie Burns earned that as well? I mean, I I think all three are going to make the 53-man roster, and I think for our purposes, we'll call that good enough. One of them will start. Two of the others will be backups, and then it's a question. Do they keep five, or do they keep Thomas Graham, the rookie from Oregon, the sixth-round pick, as that sixth cornerback on the depth chart? he, he flashed that diving interception. That wasn't actually, it was called back. It was just an incomplete pass, but like they, and obviously they use a draft pick on him. They want to keep him around. I, I guess I'll, I'll leave him in for now, but as we like actually get deeper into cutting some of these players, it's another one of those spots. Do you keep your sixth cornerback or do you keep your fifth inside linebacker? When, when these start to butt up on each other, that's when we're going to have some questions, especially when you have at the safety position, a guy like Marcree Christian in particular, as a backup who plays a lot of slot cornerback and plays safety. So could he be your hybrid backup safety, backup cornerback? I mean, you also have Tease Tabor, who's played well this preseason. Of course, behind sort of the obvious ones at the top, Eddie Jackson, Tashawn Gibson. And then, you know, has Marquis Christian been so good to push out Deion Bush or DeAndre Houston Carson? I mean, we're talking about backup safeties here. I'm going to take Tease Tabor off at this point. You're not going to keep six. And Christian, uh, Marquis Christian, DeAndre Houston Carson, and Deion Bush would definitely be the other ones there. But it's... That's, that's a tough spot when you've got some backups that are playing well, some backups with versatility and a lot of special teams value is there. It's, it's a lot of of meat to still keep on the defense, even with the guys we've gone through, it's still 27. I mean, that's more than half of your 53, not including the, the three special teams players lingering on there, but it's, there's going to be some tough decisions that have to be made somewhere here. If we start to leave extra depth at a few of those positions, maybe we can trim a little more fat on offense when we turn over to that side of the ball next on Locked on Bears. This episode of Locked on Bears brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. It's that time of year again. Football season is here. All eyes are on both pro and college football, and betonline.ag is your number one spot for all the football action this year. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at betonline.ag. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo as well. If you make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opening game between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys, if your bet loses, betonline.ag will refund your wager up to $25. You just have to make sure that when you sign up and make your deposit, you enter that promo code NFL100 the nfl 100 promo code will also get you a 100 welcome bonus match on your first deposit so you have double the money to play with at betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts feels like it's almost hardly worth mentioning the quarterbacks i mean unless somebody like nick Foles is, is going to get traded that's the only way you have any kind of change there but we know what quarterback is going to look like it's kind of the rare time anything in chicago bears recent history (laughs) where we can say yeah quarterback we we know what that's going to be we know that set no real real questions asked about how you know the backup situation is or whether it's going to be three or how we're going to get into there easy enough right away then running back you've got tariq cohen on injured reserve and so well he's not on injured reserve yet but matt Nagy revealed this week that May have had the second knee surgery just to go in and clean things up after the first knee surgery. We don't know when he's going to be back, but we know it's not going to be for week one. So whether he begins the season on the the pup list or, or gets reverted to the injured reserve that, to maybe come off later in the season, we we don't have to count him in the fifty three man roster at this point. We know it's going to be David Montgomery. We know it's going to be uh, Damian Williams, who they signed this offseason, and then. Khalil Herbert's the draft pick, and he's been playing a lot of special teams and doing some return game, but also on the coverage units there. So then is Brian Nall pushed off by Herbert. If Tariq Cohen's not on the roster, do you keep four running backs just to have more depth there? Or do you just go with three knowing that you're going to have Cohen back? I think we can take Artavis Pierce, the former undrafted free agent out of Oregon State, off of the bottom of that running back depth chart. But you know, Nall's a good special teams player. He can kind of play some fullback. He's been around this system for a long time. He's carried the ball fairly well, but then do you keep him over Khalil Herbert? We'll, we'll leave both the running backs in there for now as we sort of work through a little bit. Same kind of thing at tight end. We, we went a little more in depth on this spot yesterday, talking a lot about Jesper Horst the breakout and whether or not he has a spot on this 53-man roster, but I think his performances really kind of pushed him ahead of J.P. Holtz, but I still think the way that Jesse James has worked with the starting offense so much and played well this preseason. That he's pretty firmly established as tight end three and so can the bears stomach five tight ends again to start on this 53-man roster i mean holtz has played some fullback very very you know four phase special teams player valuable there but horstead also playing a lot of special teams so you know i'm, I'm trying to cut down here but i want to wait till the end to make sure i'm not cutting somebody unnecessarily and then having to go back and say well we have an extra spot let's bring back whoever i'm kind of going through on this on this depth chart here, but definitely I think Horstead's breakout performance against the Titans complicated that decision just a little bit more. Certainly uh, a lot more because is the offensive line, but touching on, on wide receiver real quick. We know the top four Robinson, Mooney, Goodwin, Bird. Then it's the question, are you keeping five? Are you keeping six? We love the Rodney Adams story. He had the big catches, but hasn't really given us a lot more. They just signed Isaiah Coulter as a former fifth round pick from the Texans, but he's only been here week, week and a half. And it hasn't really flashed so much that you absolutely have to keep him at this point. I think Daz Newsom is your punt with Tariq Cohen injured. So you have to keep your sixth round pick. And then Riley Ridley, I mean the bears have put this much faith in him and have held on to him this long, despite him not really contributing much on offense. He's been growing his special teams role at this point. It's much more easy to stash Rodney Adams on the practice squad than it is Riley Ridley. So I'm willing to take those two off and go with six receivers for now. Maybe we might have to make a tough cut to get down to five at some point, but Robinson Mooney, Goodwin Bird, and then Riley Ridley and Daz Newsom? Sure. That's, let's, we can start there with your wide receiver core. But offensive line for me is where it really gets messy because you've got, you know, you're starting five Jason Peters, Cody Whitehair, Sam Mustafar then James Daniels at right card, and Jermaine Effetti at right tackle. You obviously need some depth there. They they released their backup center, Adam Redmond, who had played all the center snaps this preseason that weren't played by Sam Christopher, all went to Adam Redmond. So now you don't have a true backup center anywhere on this Bears depth chart right now. I mean, Alex Barr's filled in there in an emergency and really struggled. I thought Dieter Iselin, the former undrafted free agent, had had some center experience, but he played only guard this preseason. They didn't see many. That's what's so confusing for me. It's like they only played Redmond and Mustafer at center. They didn't have much urgency to rotate anyone else in to practice snapping the ball in preseason games. So that signals to me that they might just go with their plan like last year where James Daniels is your starting right guard, but he's also your backup center. That if Sam Mustafer gets hurt, either Whitehair or Daniels would move to center and you don't need then a true quote unquote backup center on your 53 man roster. I think we can kind of say that given the investment in Elijah Wilkinson as a free agent, he's going to stick on as your probably your top swing tackle. They just drafted Larry Borum in the 5th round. He's been making progress as a left tackle as well, so like there's seven. I think Wilkinson has played some guard in the NFL so he could kick inside if you needed him to. There was a lot of talk about Larry Borum playing guard in the NFL, so maybe he could be a backup guard if you need to, but Probably keep one more backup offensive lineman. Should say that Tevin Jenkins, because of his back surgery, I'm assuming he's probably going to end up on some sort of injured reserve, physically unable to perform list. That will not count him toward the 53. So we'll be able to kind of take him out of the actual count here. This point, it's probably Alex Bars again, even though he's really struggled. I think still in the preseason and struggled in the regular season last year, and hasn't given me a lot of faith in him as a reliable backup offensive lineman. He's played tackle. He's played guard. He's played center in a pinch. And if any, if nothing else, he's versatile. So, I guess my eight offensive linemen are are you starting five plus Wilkinson, Borum, and Bars at this point. I'll take Tevin Jenkins off for being on injured reserve or pup or whatever it's going to be. Take off Arlington Hambright. He filled in at left guard all preseason, but he's not he's not passing Alex Bars at this point. And same with with Dede Iceland. I'm hesitate hesitate a little bit to not have a real backup center, but what can you do? You know I mean? It's, it's just how Matt Nagy and Ryan pace have, have opted for building. I would have thought maybe Adam Redman would have stick, but given how early they cut him up, even before recording this podcast, I think that was a, a pretty clear indication of how they felt about that spot. So through everyone we've kind of talked to they talked through here and leaving them. On, you know, leaving an extra tight end, leaving an extra linebacker, leaving an extra cornerback, leaving an extra running back. I'm not, I'm at 56. On my roster countdown. So then for me, it comes down to okay, I have to cut three players. And if I had to identify the prime targets, obviously you'd like to just trade Nick Foles and take one of those spots. But assuming that's unrealistic, it's do you cut Ryan Nall? Do you cut JP Holtz? Do you cut Riley Ridley? Do you cut James Vauders? Do you cut Joel EA Booneyway? Or do you cut Thomas Graham as a six cornerback? Or maybe. One of your safeties, you know, do you only keep four? Maybe you cut, I don't know, DeAndre Houston Carson at this point. I mean, those are all guys that you would like to keep around. And every single one of them, besides the rookie Thomas Graham, I guess, has been around for uh, at least a season and has been a part of this offense or defense and the coaching staff and the general manager knows them well. We'll make some tough decisions here and some tough cuts. And then look at where the Bears might also still look to add from outside players cut from other teams. Next on Locked On Bears. A lot of moving parts when we try and parse out this Bears 53 man roster. And nobody knows moving parts better than our friends at rockauto.com. They're a family business that have been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. They got everything you could possibly need for your vehicle engine control modules, uh, fuel pump assemblies, to so the easy stuff like brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet. You name it, they've got it at RockAuto.com. So you don't have to go into the part store in your town, a chain store that, you know, the person behind the counter is going to ask you a thousand questions and punch it in their computer and go look in the back and see if they've got it in stock. And if they don't, then they've got to ship it to your house anyway. Why go through all the trouble? Cut out the middleman. Head on over to RockAuto.com today and see all the parts available for your car or truck. When you check out, they have a box that says, "How did you hear about us?" Write the words locked on in that how did you hear about us box so that way they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need RockAuto.com. Let me know if this sounds familiar for you. You've got one device that lets you catch the game live and another that lets you stream your favorite shows and then you've got sports highlights up on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the really good stuff. Well, I wanna tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch all your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV. It's called DirecTV Stream, and you can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. So we're left with some tough decisions on this Chicago Bears. 53-man roster cut down. Again, we're up to, I've got 56 uh, by my count. And it's like, you don't need necessarily to keep four running backs, five tight ends, and six wide receivers. So there's gotta be room to at least get rid of one of them. And same thing on defense. Like, I don't think you need six outside linebackers and five inside linebackers. excuse me, five outside linebackers and five inside linebackers. And you don't necessarily need six cornerbacks and five safeties, right? I mean, there's there's enough potential hybrid versatility at all of those positions to maybe trim a little bit of the fat there. I mean, it's, it's none of those guys you want to get rid of, and all of them really show some potential value for your team. So it's like, man, I, as I was looking back over some recent Bears, 53-man rosters, when they finished the preseason cuts, they haven't typically opted for a full, Four running backs. Like they had Cordell Patterson as sort of a a fourth running back last year, but the year before that, they only went with three and Patterson. We weren't sure how full time they were going to commit to that. And he did play some receiver. And so knowing that Tariq Cohen is supposed to come back eventually at some point, I'm going to cut Ryan Nall. I don't feel great about it. I like the kid. I think he's a valuable special teams and sometimes offensive player, but you got to make these tough cuts. And I think I'm going to cut Ryan Nall, And at this point, I I think I got to cut JP Holtz. I mean, five tight ends is a lot. And even though Holtz can play some fullback, I mean, maybe Jesse James could line up back there too. I mean, he's been such a consistent special teams player, but so has Ryan Nall, And you just got to make, you have to make some of these tough cuts. And when I've got four tight ends and Jesper Horstead, especially really sort of takes that spot for me, knowing that both. Nall and Holtz would probably be available to bring back on the practice squad or as free agents. If you need them sometime down the line, I take both of them out and I'm up to 54. When you include our three special teams players, I want to keep five outside linebackers because Robert Quinn hasn't been able to like consistently be an every down player. They've had to have more rotational outside linebackers with him. And even though Gibson played well, voters has experience too. And I'd really like to keep five there. And I'd really like to keep five inside linebackers because Danny Trevathan's health is a very real question for me and there's valuable special teams from those linebackers. So I look at the cornerback and the safety spot and six cornerbacks and five safeties just feels like too much for me. And, you know, I I look back to other recent Bears 53-man roster decisions and typically the Bears keep five cornerbacks to start a season. And knowing that Marquis Christian can play slot cornerback as well For me, that puts the the rookie Thomas Graham on the chopping block. You know, you hate to draft a guy and cut him the same year you draft him, but I think you can get away with keeping him on the practice squad and not necessarily losing him to another roster. It's the risk you run, but you've got better depth there with Kendall Vildor and Artie Burns and Desmond Trufant. There's not really a spot for Thomas Graham to contribute right away. So I'm I'm cutting him from my 53, and that's where I'm going to land. Three quarterbacks, three running backs four tight ends, six wide receivers, eight offensive linemen, six defensive linemen, five outside linebackers, five inside linebackers, five cornerbacks, five safeties, three special teams players. Boy, that was painful. It's hard to see these like, so like your children, right? I mean, maybe Ryan Nall is not quite the same sentimental attachment as uh, other players on the roster, but you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's not an easy spot for Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy to be in, especially then if we start thinking about maybe other talented players starting to become available as you know other teams have to make those bad decisions and if i'm the bears i look at my 53 man roster and there's always room for potential improvement there i think for me the, the spots i would look for a veteran cut by another team offensive line depth i'd love a backup center i would love a better backup guard than alex bars and maybe even a better backup offensive tackle than elijah wilkinson you can never have too much offensive line depth i think we learned that when all the Bears offensive linemen were hurt this training camp and we saw they were throwing anyone out at left tackle and last year when they had COVID and Alex Bars was starting at center and Rashad Coward was starting at right tackle. Offensive line depth, you can never have too much. So I would definitely look for some sort of outside player there, potentially. I wouldn't mind having more on the defensive line too. I mean, six is a fine number, but, you know, Kyrus Tong is a rookie seventh round pick. I feel like you could stand to maybe add... A, a, you know, a little bit more depth there, nothing too crazy. And then even at wide receiver, you know, Riley Ridley hasn't proven to be much on offense. And Daz Newsom is still a six round pick who's primarily punt returning at this point. I mean, if the right wide receiver became available, there's a reason the Bears signed Isaiah Coulter when that, when he became available, they're seeing what they have. And I'm not sold on the bottom two guys in my depth chart there. I could cut Riley Ridley if something better came available and I could cut Daz Newsom. If something better came available so those are kind of the the main spots that i would look for i mean i think you're you're pretty much set with tight ends you have other running back options obviously you're trying to trade your quarterback i mean if if a a nice pass rusher came in i guess i could make some room there but obviously they added big free agents at or not big free agents but they invested more players coming in at inside linebackers so you're not really going to see too much added there and then You've got some good experience with that cornerback competition. You feel good about Vildor Burns and Trufant all on the roster. So that's pretty good. And, you know, Marquis Christian safety helps me feel a little bit better about the depth there. And Deion Bush has been in this defense for a long time too. So some of these spots, you're pretty good on depth. It's just really, I think, offensive line and maybe wide receiver. That's about where I would look if I'm trying to scrounge around one team's trash is another team's treasure. Certainly we can take a look ourselves here on the Lockdown Bears podcast. if a really good player becomes available. We'll look at all the team's cuts and see, maybe there's a few guys we might want to poach. Definitely include that as part of tomorrow's Locked on Bears podcast. So make sure then that you subscribe to keep up with all of our daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. We'll see how close my 53-man roster prediction comes to what the Bears actually end up doing. Maybe we'll have to do a comparison and find the biggest surprises and the biggest cuts and all those sort of stuff. And I'd love to hear your thoughts as well about who should and shouldn't make this 53-man roster. Tweet us at Lockdown Bears. Comment in the Lockdown Bears Facebook group. Comment on these, the YouTube video. where Let me know how you thought my my Google Sheets graphic was. I had a built I built in a roster counter that automatically calculated that nice. That's some top-notch Excel programming from your boy here. But we're just having some fun with it here. It's 53-man roster cut down day. We try to make it as fun and interesting as we can. And I hope along the way, the Lockdown Bears podcast just makes it a little bit easier and maybe a little more fun to bear down.